I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to Built to Thrive and our second episode on the theme of micro stress doses. If you missed yesterday's episode, I think you're going to benefit from going back and listening to that one first. But today, what we're going to do is learn a little bit more about the relationship between information and our bodies. So, how does a wake up alarm, a negative news story, or a rush breakfast turn into stress hormones? Moore's going to show you how we can reduce our levels of those stress hormones and help our bodies move from a stress state into a thrive state. Yesterday, I introduced you to the idea of micro-stress doses or MSDs, the little things that add up to something bigger and eventually lead to you exceeding your own stress threshold. And on a day-to-day basis, too many MSDs might mean that you experience emotional outbursts or feel anxious and long-term chronic stress can lead to all kinds of problems such as high blood pressure, insomnia, as well as Alzheimer's disease. But I think it can be much more helpful to think of the things that you gain by reducing your stress rather than the threat of what might happen if you don't. Do you remember yesterday I asked you to have a think about your motivation for reducing your stress? Remember, for me, it was to be a calmer dad, a better husband, and a more attentive doctor. Perhaps your motivation is that you'd like to feel closer to your family or be able to concentrate better when studying or to have more energy, whatever it is. Bring it into focus now and reaffirm your intention to achieve it. In this episode, I'm going to help you get a step closer to that goal. But first, how did you get on with the challenge I set you of observing all of the micro stress doses that you experience over the course of a day? Were you surprised by what you learned about yourself? Did you notice MSDs that you hadn't even thought about? Or did you notice fewer than you thought you would? Now, we've already learned that these MSDs add up one after the other to put your body into a stress state, but I've not really explained how that actually happens. Now, I like to say that humans live in an ecosystem of information. Our bodies are constantly taking in information from hundreds of different sources. Every second that we're alive, the body is piecing together a bigger picture from things like what we can see and hear, what we're thinking, what's happening in our guts, our breathing, our hormone levels, absolutely everything. And at any one time, the body just wants to answer one simple question. Am I safe or am I under threat? When your ecosystem of information tells your body that you're in danger, it activates two systems in your body, your sympathetic nervous system and your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, or for short, your HPA axis. Basically, this means that you might feel your heart racing, you might breathe faster, you might feel shaky, and this is all because your body is being flooded with stress hormones like adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. You've probably heard of the phrase fight or flight, and that's exactly what this is. These hormones help prepare your body to fight off or flee from a perceived threat. You've got to understand, this is a really old primal system that evolved in the early days of human existence, when threats really were mainly from wild animals or rival tribes. The problem these days is that in the 21st century, that stress response system is hardly ever been activated now by wild animals or rival tribes. It's been activated by our day-to-day lives our email inboxes, our social media profiles, our to-do lists. You know, whatever it is, 
It could be an awkward chat with your ex. It could be a disagreement with your spouse or your work colleague. Whatever it is, your body still responds as though it's under attack. Your heart rate goes up. You start to breathe faster and all kinds of other changes start to happen in the body. So what can we do about it? Well, let's go back to our morning routine, right? What MSDs did you observe in your own life? Now, think about which of these were inevitable and which ones of these you could easily avoid. Now, let's go back to that patient that I mentioned yesterday, my working mum patient whose morning alarm had to go off at 6.45 a.m. and she did have to get her son ready for school. Well, she didn't have to read those negative news stories before she'd even got out of her bed. And she could have easily avoided that pang of jealousy about her colleague's luxury Greek vacation by simply not going on Facebook. She could have actually pretty easily halved the number of MSDs that she experienced that morning. And when you do that, when you take control of your life like that, this can really be the difference between starting the day in a stress state and starting the day in a thrive state. Now, this is by no means meant as a way to blame someone for their own stress levels. I totally get it. Modern life is tough. We have so many different things to do, so many distractions. This is what living in the modern world is like these days for so many of us. And we honestly, unless we take a bit of time out to think about it, we really don't notice the impact that all of these things are having on our stress levels. So what we do have to do is make an active choice about the information we allow in. And how do we do this? Well, I'd like to suggest to you the idea of the golden hour tomorrow morning. A whole hour that begins when you wake up, where you don't take in any screens or other external information, such as radios or magazines. And to reduce the temptation to reach for your device first thing, you could try getting an alarm clock so that you don't even need your phone in your bedroom. Now, if you're pushing back at that and think, actually, you know what, Doc, I really do need that phone in my bedroom, maybe don't have it next to your bed. Maybe put it in the other side of your bedroom. Maybe plug it in by the door so that you can't actually reach it when you're in your bed. Even that can really make a difference. The problem is if you have your phone next to your beds, those things are so addictive. Very few of us can resist the temptation if you're really resistant and if you really have to use the phone as your alarm clock, for whatever reason that is, why not think about putting a timer on it for an hour first thing in the morning and put it on airplane modes. You can then enjoy the gentle rhythm of getting ready for the day and feel the difference it makes to not have all that external noise intruding on your morning routine. Now, I appreciate one hour might be a bit challenging at first, and I know it can be quite confronting to just have our own thoughts for company, but it really is worth giving it a go. That golden hour is such a fantastic practice to get into, and it really will have a massive impact on how much stress you're experiencing. I know for me, that had a transformative impact on not only my mornings, the effects lasted throughout the entire day. Now look, if one hour seems too much, any small change will make a difference. If one hour is too much, can you do it for 30 minutes? What about 20 minutes? What about even 10 minutes? You know, if you're used to having it first thing in the morning, putting your phone on and getting on Instagram, can you challenge yourself to just 10 minutes tomorrow morning where you don't do that? Experiment, give it a go, do what works for you, start where you are ready. And I would absolutely love to hear how you get on. So do let me know on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram.